Welcome to the We Are TR Podcast. Listen as we talk about what brings us all to this great town. Enjoy. Good morning. All right, Brandon, how are you this week? I'm doing great. I don't have any big lead in for you today, but I also know that, have you noticed it rains every Thursday? Has anyone Just, noticed it, it has for like the last, it seems like a month maybe. I think it consistently rains on Thursdays. I only know this because we run a co-op and it's the only day we have kids and they can't play outside on Thursdays. It's really frustrating. All right, we are in the living room today with Tim Davis and Tim and I have a really long history actually. I was trying to think of all the things. Let's see, my... Mike, we have a zip line in our backyard. That was Tim's yeah, kids. Right. Um, we, my daughter was a, did voiceovers for you once of right. a little, Piper. yeah, of a little um, maple leaf. We, she, was, she was the maple leaf. She yeah. was the maple leaf. Yes, we yeah. have traveled to um, New York together for maple syrup filming. Or yeah, and maple you did so. syrup filming. That, yes. I did not. I did not lead into that yeah, well. I was going to say you just like like slow. Mo- I guess it would be slow motion <laughs> yeah, either way, yeah. right? <laughs> maple syrup. It was about the process. Yeah, yeah. Not, not I could have led better. The New York Maple Syrup Association. And I remember you really. Bailed oh, that's me a thing out. too. I did bail you out. Yeah, yes, let, we, let's we let's had hear an the story. Situation. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we did. during that trip. I was not going to tell the story, but I think you but should. I think we should tell it. We were at Watkins Glen. Beautiful place. In the ice, which is. Not really the typical time to go there, and snow. Well, and maple syrup time. You we have had to go then. Snow fight. <clears throat> That's yes. We got into it and uh, actually ripped my jeans. Ah. That's true. And you know, I only had one pair because I'm a guy. You know, that so no, no. Do you when you travel, Brandon? Do you bring multiple pairs of pants? Of course. I mean, of I mean, course. How many days I'm going to be there? Okay, more than one day. Yeah, definitely. But what if you're going to be yeah. in the woods every day? I mean, I'd still bring a couple of pairs of pants. Yeah, you know, that's I what do, people I actually, do. <laughs> I over-prepare with underwear more than I do anything. And I go on a trip. That's funny, because why? Now you're what are you gonna... too much interest. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what are you going to do with all that extra underwear? You know, you ought never get caught with dirty drawers. That's what my mom, my, my always, mom always said. <laughs> she said it differently, but yes. Well, anyway. <laughs> I had to sew. She had to sew them. Yeah, because Tim only owned the one pair of pants. Yeah, another. Maybe uh, we should do a GoFundMe to purchase multiple pants for Tim Davis. Another talent of lace we didn't know about. Oh, and I, it wasn't good. It wasn't like they were stitched tidily. I just was the only one able to do it, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so Tim is uh, kind of just a local legend. I mean, we see you in coffee shops a lot. You're a writer. You're an illustrator. What are other, other things that I'm missing? Uh, well, I'm doing a lot of teaching. Okay. In fact, that's what I was doing this morning. Uh, I was teaching over at Heritage Elementary. Excellent. Teaching what? I am teaching with the art teacher over there, and I'm teaching the kids how to do hidden pictures. Oh, right. Okay, so did your kids ever get Highlights Magazine? Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, Tim... That's why I was about to ask what a hidden picture was, but since uh, you brought Highlights up, I guess it yeah. makes, makes sense. And he has a claim to fame. Not just with Highlights. You're Are you still the most... You've done the most Highlight hidden picture illustrations of any Highlight illustrator? That is true. That's a so big you're deal. actually in the the magazine highlights. Yes, in the so magazine. So when I went to the doctor's office as a kid, like that was you. 
That was me right there in that magazine. <laughs> <laughs> That's his illustration, which is really a cool claim. How did you ever even get associated with um, Highlights? Uh, just, you know, when, when you're freelancing, you're looking for jobs. Yeah. And I wrote to them, and they said, hey, you got some nice black and white work here. Would you like to do hidden pictures? And I said, sure. How long ago was that? 1994. Okay. Wow. That's so there's awesome. like a, a theme that goes along with the hidden pictures? Are you just... Throw in whatever, like, oh, here's a shovel in the corner. Go find it. Well, here's the way it works, Brandon. You should have been in my class this morning. I should have been. <laughs> but we have, uh, when we do an illustration, it's about a certain subject, right? So it could be about any subject, but the hidden objects don't have to do with that subject. They're in there, kind of mixed in, hard to see, but they don't go with the story. Oh, purposely. Yeah. Ah, Makes interesting. Sense. I, that actually was my favorite part of Highlights Magazine was the hidden pictures. I think it's cool. Are you still doing those? Well, funny you should ask, because I have an assignment that I'm finishing up even this week. Yeah? So I haven't done that many recently, but I just got one, so. Because it's still, it's being printed, right? Because so many yeah. magazines are, And it's know. not just in the magazine. They have books full of hidden pictures. Okay. That are just like, you purchase them separately. And then do you get paid like one time? Or is it like, no, we just have you on a retainer? That Highlights Magazine. I like the retainer idea. <laughs> you should pitch that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just say pay me by the thing. Okay, interesting. All right, so teaching, writing books. Um, and your your books are primarily for um, middle grade or younger? I can't remember. Um, well, I would say mostly like second up to fifth, sixth. Okay. Something like that. Excellent. And we have, we have a copy of almost all of them, I think, at our house. But you have a new one about to come out, right? I do, and it's supposed to come in any minute. That actually is coming in today. Oh, fun. So if there's a knock on the door, I'm going to go get it. We'll get, we'll get celebrating yeah. the books, yeah. So what's this uh, one called? This is this is the new one. This is the proof copy here uh, called The Island Rules. So it fun. is a sequel to The Island Rule, um, ah. which kind of makes sense. And it's, a, it's probably, well, it's definitely the longest book I've ever written, and 20,000 words, which is like, Huge. It's more than yeah. I've ever read. But it's funny. I'm. <laughs> I never thought about word count before, but I'm working on a book, and I'm supposed to hit forty-five thousand, and that oh feels goodness. eternal. So I think twenty thousand. Maybe I'll just go for I that. I think. I think you can do forty thousand. <clears throat> I don't know. You've got more words in here than I do. <laughs> I do have a lot of words. <laughs> I had a problem doing a one-page essay. I want to read your one-page essays. <laughs> so probably they don't. <laughs> this book is going to be released a week from Saturday, which is November twentieth. Excellent. So anybody who listens to your podcast is welcome to show up at TR Makers from yes. noon to three on November 20th. So where can we buy the books? Obviously online, there. but can you buy them at you TR Makers? You can buy them at TR oh, Makers perfect. and Good. then otherwise uh, from me if you happen to see me okay. or uh, at Amazon. They'll be on Amazon. Okay. Um, you should also check with As the Page Turns and have them there. That would be fun. In fact, it'd be fun to do a reading there. Um, uh-huh. you know, it could be a, a cool thing. Now you also have a book, a whole series on a mouse, right? Or Mort? Is yeah, he a mouse? That's, that's how I started was with, uh, the mice. And in fact, this, this first island rule book was kind of a sequel to that. It's like a spinoff. The characters in here were visited by the mice during one of their adventures. So I was going to just go right into that. I wrote the book and the first half of it was great. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> if I may say so. <laughs> the second half was not so good. Yeah. It just didn't work. And so, no matter what I thought, I just could not figure out how to fix it. So, it sat in my attic for 15 years. Wow. And then, since uh, they're so old, the mice books are so old now, some baristas have read them. 
Oh, um, right, yeah. So this was a, a guy over at Leopard Forest uh, who had read them, and he asked me if I'd written any more books. And I said, yeah, I have one. It's a spinoff of the Mice series, but it's in my attic, and I can't seem to fix it. So he said, get it out, and I'll help you. Oh, how fun. Yeah, who was that? Let's uh, give Ethan. Him Okay, at Leopard Forest. Ethan, Ethan Valentine. That's so fun. So, so do you have, to, to you have to read oh, the, Moss, the Moss book first to get into the island books? Or? No, no, you can just start right on the island books. Um, then, of course, I also have the mushroom books, which are another whole thing. So you can, uh, <laughs> I think I have the only mushroom trilogy in the world. <laughs> I don't know. Is that true? We need to look uh, that is up. Is there another one? I'm there? gonna write that down. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it would not be a children's appropriate book if it's I don't know a trilogy about mushrooms. So Mort is the mushroom. No. Right. Yeah, Mort is the mushroom, Mort, and the there's mushroom, three books yeah. about him. Okay. Uh, and then there's two island rule books, and these have all come out in the last couple. <laughs> I, love, years. I love the. Uh, I guess this is just a picture, but. Of Mort in there is yeah. pretty cute. Oh, that's pretty cute. Okay, so you illustrate too, right? So you're writing and illustrating. Yes. So on the illustrations are these like I don't know computer drawn well, hand drawn. What do you do? Mort's a little different. Uh, Mort, I took a lot of those backgrounds are all pictures from hikes I took. Oh, okay. So that's why I took a lot of like ground level shots uh, in the woods, and uh, then I would did three D versions of my characters and put them in there with Photoshop. So oh, this fun. Looks, looks dangerous here with a mort under a skunk. Yes. We've got... Yeah, there's just some trouble there. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble's coming for Mort. <laughs> that's so fun. That's really fun. So you need to get these for your kids. I know. That's what I was, I was looking at. My daughter, she's like, she loves to read. Well, that'd be perfect. We... She actually reads better than me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we have a tradition where on Christmas Eve you get a book. Um, it is, well, what happens is the everyone gets a book but um, when you go to bed on Christmas Eve it appears at your feet while you're sleeping and um, I created it actually when kids were little and I feel pretty proud of myself because I thought it was pretty genius it was the way to keep them in bed longer so I was like you can't get out of bed but there's a present at your feet and so then you know they would sit there and they'd open the book and they'd be excited and they'd read and they would stay in bed longer and reading was sort of special because you you know got to get up early to get the book and so it became even now even my oldest daughter who doesn't live with me anymore you know who's a grown-up with their own kids i'll send them books that they can open and put at their feet but they you know. didn't have to finish the book before they could get it. no they just could know they could just look at it for a little bit until i said you can come out of your rooms now and let's do christmas um because i didn't want to do like 4 a.m christmas because that's crazy yeah. i don't know that's well, just not for yeah. me luckily my kids sleep like till i wake them up usually on yes. christmas which yeah mine do too we'll probably change here soon because they're getting older but yeah no yeah. mine were always late sleepers and it wasn't really a problem but the books was a fun idea so tell us a little bit about your family too you have um yes children we have too. four children okay and two of them live far away okay. um we have a daughter that lives in detroit with her okay. husband and two grandchildren yeah well, they're their children <laughs> And then uh, we have a son and daughter-in-law that now live in San Jose, California. Uh, have you been out there to visit them yet? No, but we want to. Yeah, you definitely we should. get out there. They've just been there since this summer, the middle of the summer. Okay. So have they ever helped you with any of the books or projects? Have you guys ever teamed up? Um, the children, not really. I guess I do run things by them. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I should mention we have two local children, too. Yes. Uh, one is Christiana, who has worked at... The bakery down here. Yes, uh, always fantastic. And then Joshua, who is a house painter. Great. So we see so a you lot get of them. fresh bread and your house painted? That's pretty good. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you have to use the bread to cover up the paint smell. It's true. Yes, yeah, right. there you it's, go. It's good. <laughs> now that bread is good. And my wife is a writer and, and, and an editor. So oh, perfect. She does a lot more nonfiction. 
Now, have you guys ever teamed up either, or do you just kind of do your own things, but like high five? Well, we team up in a way. Like, I often do covers for her, okay. do, do the covers for her books, and she does editing for my books. But we're kind of on different paths. For you know, sure. Fiction, nonfiction. Hers is more for adults, mine is for kids. So. And have you done, with publishing, have you done a traditional route, or do you self-publish? What do you like to do? I uh, used to do traditional. The first half of my books that I've done are all done traditionally, and then... When I started this new round, um, <clears throat> self-publishing has gotten so much better now. Yeah. And because I have kind of this platform of teaching in schools a lot, uh, I decided I'm just going to do self-publishing now, and then I can just get everything on my schedule. I can write about sp- particular subjects that I want to use in education. Yeah. So I'm, I'm into it. I, I really like self- self-publishing now. Yeah. That's really good. How long does it take, besides the 15-year hiatus, how long does it take to <laughs> generally write a book? I just can't imagine sitting down writing a book. Well, that, funny you should ask, because the last one is the quickest one I've ever written, even though it's 20,000 words. It was started <clears throat> on August 5th, and it is actually going to land at my house today. August 5th of this year. August that 5th is of fast. this year. Very um, fast, yeah. And I actually finished the work on it on my birthday, <clears throat> October 17th. That's a big deal. That's one of the good things about self-publishing. You don't have that long delay. And you're right, right. since you're in schools. So if, if you're going to schools and you're teaching and kids are like, oh, I love Mr. Davis, I want to... Then how, like, do you sort of just bring books with you and sell it? Or do you direct them to... Depends. You? I mean, it depends on the schools. Some schools want to do that. And yeah. so I have sold books at the school. Uh, but for this particular round, I just happen to be having the book release right after I finish at Heritage. So all those kids are going to be invited, and so hopefully some of those families oh, will yeah. show up. And so the things you're doing in school, isn't that through a program like a smart, I forget the name, smart arts or smart? Smart arts is the program. It's, okay. it's a branch of Metropolitan Arts Council. Okay. And they get me into schools. They basically sign me up for various schools in Greenville County. And uh, this year, there's a lot, a lot of them. <coughs> Second semester, I've got plenty of schools I'm going to. So all Greenville County, you're not traveling anywhere. Greenville County, but the thing is that gets you onto other lists like the South Carolina Arts Council. So I have done some like in Hilton Head. I'm going to do one, I think, in Rock Hill this this year. So more maybe you need to plan state. one in New York just so you can go back and you know visit Rock Hill. <laughs> That's Glen a again. different organization. Yeah, okay. Right? <laughs> but, uh, no, that it's very nice to get those feelers out to other places which don't know me. I mean, in other parts of the state, I'm not really known. So. Uh, it's nice to get opportunities to do that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you just are getting a new book, so it's hard to even think about the next thing, but do you feel like there's more island rules or something totally different or just like, mm, time will tell? That, that's a hard one. I would like to make that a trilogy because I like to make trilogies, you know? Yeah. If you got two, you surely there's a third one <laughs> in there somewhere. Surely. But I don't have any ideas for it yet. It's probably just too early. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just are finishing it, so... Yeah. It's like kind of like if you just had a baby and you already know what the next baby's name is going to be. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> no, you're right. It's a little, a little bit waiting. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what do you do? What is your kind of writing inspiration? Do you like, or your process? Do you go off somewhere alone? Do you just, you know, do so many words per day? Do you have a system? Mm, boy, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, there is usually the, the inspiration is, is the trickiest part. So you've yeah. got to come up with your idea. And so I jot down ideas, you know, like little phrases, like make little sketches. I run those by, I have a critique group, which I meet with every couple of weeks. And so I'll just throw the ideas and see what they think. I'll write a little bit, get a little feedback from them. 
Yeah. And then after that, it's more like I got to do my research uh, for the mushroom thing. That was a lot of research. I spent a lot of time outside looking at mushrooms and hunting them down. And yeah, I got to know some other. Mushroom Why are mushrooms experts. so funny to you, Brandon? They're not all little, psychedelic. Little, a little mushroom with with a face. He's he's Arms so cute. <laughs> so I learned a ton about mushrooms. They're head. actually becoming much more scientifically relevant. Yeah. Uh, they they ended up doing a lot more things than a lot of people realized. That's really interesting. You should get a little mushroom tattoo. Do you have any tattoos, Tim? Uh, I just feel like you I, don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need a more the mushroom tattoo. Maybe that's a, I do that have more so mushroom buttons, That should be your first you tattoo. Oh, you know, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, that could be his first tattoo. We'll give it to you right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, not about that. But... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I, I wouldn't even trust drawing it with a Sharpie. That'd be so, terrible. <laughs> I mean, there are other ideas that I that I run through the critique group, but so far I always end up at this age group. You know, the elementary age group is where my sweet spot is. Yeah. So I'm writing sci-fi. I've, I've got some adult sci-fi out there that yeah may never see the light of day, <laughs> <laughs> which is fun. So okay, we're gonna shift the subject a little bit. So I know that we joke about you being in like lots of coffee shops and all around town. Do you really love coffee that much, or do you love the shops, or both? And if so, like, what's your favorite mm. drink? What do you love? Well, I'll go with the favorite drink. Okay. Mocha cappuccino. Okay. That's definitely my favorite now. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I, I was a late coffee drinker. Mm. I didn't start till I was in my 40s. Oh, interesting. And it was because I got an office job for a while. And by that time, I was so used to freelancing that sitting in a cubicle for mm. hours at a time was driving me crazy. Oh, that sounds and just like It does. Was. So I was going to sleep, and so I had to start drinking coffee. And then, you know, it was cheap coffee from the office yeah and then my kids started going to these coffee shops all over greenville because it was kind of like happening then yes and, and i said why are you going why can't you just make your coffee here because i thought <laughs> if coffee's only functional that's right. what i thought of it's like the, the, the really bad coffee you get at the office and they said no dad this is a, this is all really good <laughs> coffee experience yeah. so yeah and they said well there are a lot of friends there i said what is this? What is going on? <laughs> it's a new world. <laughs> yeah, so I, like I discovered the, it. <laughs> craft coffee, though, has like really become a thing. Yeah, yeah I think you're so right. Like, I mean, I really got into like you know the craft coffee scene. Mm -hmm. It's that's where I started trying to drinking it black too. So that's it's, ah, it's, that's, oh, like wow. a, that's like a real you're hardcore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but well, if it's good enough, you know, this, yeah. the coffee stands on its own. I still don't true. care for coffee. I still don't drink it. So maybe there's still time for me. I'm now yeah, yeah. definitely well, in yeah, my 40s. Yeah, I didn't come to but, until later. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe there's time for me. I do I'll like the you, social scene. I'll bring you some good coffee next time. Okay. I just don't know. I just, I like the tea and I just can't the, Well, that, what is it? The London Fog? The London Fog. I've convinced. Yes. Have you ever tried the London it's Fog? It's very good. Yeah, I'm on a crusade to like make, although you like it better cold than hot, right? Yes, I like it better So cold is there a tea scene? You know, I wish there was a tea scene. Maybe there is. I don't know about it. Um, someone did tell me that there's like a cool tea place in Greenville that I've not tried. Um, I think there are a couple of Dobra. Is that maybe? Yeah, well, one I think closed before I got a chance to try it. So I don't think. I mean, you can get good tea at Leopard Forest. They do a really, yeah. really good London fog. Um, do you mix with the coffee people when you're there? Yeah, you know, I just I don't I try not to discriminate against like coffee people. I'm like, fine, you're all welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's tea it. Tea people over here, tea people over That's here. right, to the other side. Tea people are, you know, a little, we're a little bit, you know, I'm kidding. Snappy. We're kidding. Yes, we can be, I guess. I don't really know, do I know any other tea people? I actually didn't like any hot beverage until I moved into an old farmhouse in TR that was 
often 50 degrees inside. Like uh, in the winter, terrible. You could not keep it. Uh, it was so cold. You remember that house? Oh my word. So then I was like, I have to, I have to decide to like a hot beverage. I need it yeah. um, to live my life. And now I really love hot tea. But it did, it, it took that cold farmhouse. Um, mm. We actually talk about the house a lot. We talk about how great it is to not be in a cold house anymore. <laughs> 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 to live in a home where the heat is regulated <laughs> like a normal works. person. It's so good. It was a beautiful house. It was fun to live in. But it's time has passed. All right. Well, um, we usually ask some questions at the end that are um, just sort of super random and spontaneous. Mm. So, um, okay. And we don't know them either. We just pull from a deck of cards. So let's see. If you had someone following you around all the time, what would you have them do? So they're just going to follow you around all the time. I guess they'll do it. Do your bidding, I suppose. Are you talking about fans? Fans? Just, just there'll be one fan. Just one person. He's going to follow you okay. around. Um, he or she. Do whatever you want. They could probably, like, go get my coffee if I needed it. True. <laughs> yes. That, that's probably the, the main thing I need. I don't need much. No. You know, You're a simple I'm, man. I'm a simple man. Right? <laughs> what would you do, Brandon? What would your person do? Play theme music for whatever's oh, going on during the day. That would be nice. If you enter a room, it's like, whatever it is. I don't yeah. know. that's good I have actually thought about just hiring somebody just really following me around detailing or you know just filming me detail oh that would actually Uh, be really helpful I don't Uh, think I would want to I like to theme I wouldn't like it either (laughs) theme well maybe I could do both or you have two people it's a pretend world you can do both so what about you Lacey what would you do I think I would just have them I would just have them clean up stuff just okay. maybe walk clean the dog when I don't want to. Yeah, clean up stuff. Like, I would not put my sink in the Throw cup. The trash I'd be like, cool, here. they'll get it. I just want my children to live their lives. They think okay. that that is how someone's going to come back and get this. So, yeah, just I would be just lazy and let people help me clean up things. That'd be nice. I would probably just tell them to get lost, really. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't like someone following me around yeah. all day. Like, you know, you watch these shows, like, where a camera is always there. And I'm like, I would be so annoyed to constantly be filmed. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. Do you have a favorite number? Hmm. hmm, interesting. And if so, of course, why? Why is that number your favorite? Uh, well, you know, there was something about 43 that I liked for hmm. quite a while. For one thing, it adds up to 7, which is a good number. True, right? yes. And also, believe it or not, I used to want to be a NASCAR driver. No way. When I was a teenager, <laughs> that was my goal. That's awesome. And the, the big 43 was Richard Petty, who was the uh, winningest yes. driver in NASCAR history. Did you ever see him? Did you ever go to races and stuff? No, but I did get some paraphernalia that signed. He had signed. You never went to a race. No, I was too. I was a kid. I didn't yeah, have any way to true, get there. That's true. You know? I grew up around a famous racetrack, um, Martinsville Speedway. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, it's not very far from where I grew up, and so people people love <clears throat> the NASCAR. So in the gas station once, a famous NASCAR ra- a NASCAR driver came in to the gas station where I was. Maybe Kyle something. There's a lot of those guys. Okay, There's I can't remember. Yeah. Racing, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't know him because I didn't care about racing. But everyone was like, "Ah, this guy." But I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite number? Yeah, fourteen. Why? Wow, you're ready with that. I know. It's, it's always it's been my number? well since I was probably fifteen, sixteen. Fourteen would have been better. Well, if you yeah. <laughs> okay. Rewind. Okay. Since so I was fourteen. fit for the person I just hired to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Going for, I was 14 years old. Yes, excellent, good. And you <laughs> want no, to stay there forever? I uh, was playing baseball, and uh, all the, the two numbers that I always picked was it, that somebody else had already picked them. So my dad's like, I always use number 14, so I use his number. Nice. Like it was the best season I ever had, so I always stuck with 14. Yeah, that's a good number. I think mm-hmm. I always like 23 I always for selfish seem, seemed to be lucky to me, 14. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good. I think that's good. 23 was the day I was born. 
and it was Michael Jordan's number. Oh, yeah. And I really liked Michael Jordan in high school. Um, and I was born on the 23rd, so I was sort of, I mean, I don't do much with that number, but it's kind of fun to say. So mine is number is the highest. Do I win? You win. Well, I don't know what you win, but you win. You win a person to follow you all day long. <laughs> all right, last question. Would you rather be the most popular kid in school or the smartest kid in school? Um, mm. I've already been the smartest kid. <laughs> I can't say that's true for me. <laughs> so I don't think I care to be the most popular kid in school. You don't want to be the most popular? Have you no, been the most popular kid in school? No, no just the smartest. Just, just in the coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? I was popular for all of about two minutes in high school. When you were 14. Yeah. yeah 14. <laughs> it was a good year, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm really holding on. I peaked at 14. It's all been downhill. It's all been downhill from there. What a shame. I don't know. I guess smartest because, you know, obviously it helps you later in life. Yeah. Yeah, popularity in high school feels pretty unimportant once you're an adult. Mm, yeah. I mean, I know it feels a big deal when you're in high school. Yeah, but... and we're all poor when we get out, so. That's right, yeah. <laughs> right. So I think definitely the smartest. That would definitely be better. And even now, I'd rather be smarter than popular, I think, mm-hmm. if I had to definitely. choose. I mean, both is fine, right? But yeah, yeah. you can take popularity if it comes, but. Yeah, smart would be nice. I would like to be. Smart stays. Popularity smart stays. Doesn't. It's true. It's true. <laughs> that is true. And it more important. True. Yes. All right. Um, well, this was fun. Yeah, definitely. So, um, again, where can we get the books at? Oh, uh, well, you can order them from Amazon. Uh, and I believe they should be out now since I'm getting them today. They should be there on Amazon. So anything under my name, Tim Davis, and anything with Mort, the mushroom, and or the island rule. Or can you sign a bunch somewhere and hide them around? We should um, do that. I will be signing them when I'm at TR Makers on yes. the 20th. On the 20th, so yes, yes. if you yes. want to buy them there, I'll sign them. All right. Do you have an Instagram, Facebook, or anything that for, yeah. for your books? Um, yeah, I, I have a business Facebook under Tim Davis Creations, and uh, Tim Davis Creates. Yeah, wait, before we leave the subject, don't you do something pretty unique with your Instagram? Like, you don't actually have it on your phone or something, or is that still true? Wasn't there something like that? Like, you didn't have a smartphone for a long time? Oh, okay. Like, and so you created something, didn't you? Isn't that true? Yes. Isn't that you? Yes, you're correct. <laughs> I, I have to admit that, that I was very hesitant to get a smartphone. Hey. Uh, I had a flip phone, in That's which, not bad. which I called an Adele phone, because Adele had that note, that song for a while where she used a flip phone. It was supposed to be a What retro. song was it? can't remember. It's something about broken hearts and love Some, and romance yeah, and someone like hurt that. you. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I'm mad yeah, about yeah. it. That's every Adele song. <laughs> so everybody would make fun of me, and I'd say, this, I have a phone like Adele. You know? Yes. But um, now I finally quit. So oh, what a shame. I, uh, but I don't use Instagram there. I figured out a way to hack Instagram on my laptop. See, I thought I thought. Yeah, you, know, you can get yeah. on Instagram on your computer. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you I can actually use that a lot for work writing the newsletter wow. because it's much easier to yeah. see it from to carry stuff over. Hmm. But yeah, there's a pretty easy hack I could teach you. Oh. I don't. What for me the benefit is when I'm writing my newsletter. What's the what would be the benefit to do it on your computer otherwise? Um, because I don't want to mess with my phone. I yeah. I, I still don't like cell phones. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm averse to them. It's like somebody following me around all day. I mean, That's it's what exactly like. what it is. <laughs> yeah, so you're right. Like. <laughs> yep. I'm averse to them too, but I can't quite figure out a way how to do the job I have without a cell phone. Yeah, my whole life like revolves around the phone. <sighs> Sad, but it is a constant love hate relationship with all of um, all of social media. Like that. I don't yeah. know. It's hard. It's hard to raise kids with that too. I feel like my kids now are older, and obviously ten years are a little older. I feel for you, Brandon, is the next thing because your kids are young enough to be like. Not have it right now, and then like, how? What's that gonna look like? And yeah, I don't know. They sing these songs, and I'm like, 
Where did, I've never even like I've only heard this song on TikTok. Where have you heard this song? Like, and I know you're That's not weird. watching it with me. Yeah, where do they get where the things? Where are getting it from? The metaverse. <clears throat> oh my word! Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's saying something like, "Where did you hear that at?" Like, I know you haven't heard it from me. Did you see that on Instagram? It, it actually has changed. When you open it, it says, it says Meta. Metaverse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Facebook meta. is now they're, meta, they're, the right. met, the thing is called Meta. I don't even understand it. But yeah, in the world. No, you can't see that. Oh, yes, we should do podcast about that too. <laughs> Although you'd listen to it on your smartphone, and we need you to. Right. So <laughs> that's the, that's the problem. We're all stuck. I would hack right? my laptop and listen. To you it. would. I would never <laughs> you would. You would. Yes, oh, but yeah. I love following you on Instagram because you share a lot of um, lovely outdoor photos. You know, you have a lot Thank of um, yeah. It's really nice. I do a lot of hiking. That's one of the things I really concentrated on. Really, when COVID hit mm-hmm. and. Uh, Everything was shutting down, and you couldn't do anything, and I lost all my school jobs for a while. Right. So I thought, I'm going to go walking. So I went walking almost every day. It's really... Do you still keep it up now? Uh, Not quite that much, but I still do it a lot. It's really good for you. I need to do it more. I feel like it's so helpful, and it just... I don't know. It's really good. All right, Lacey, where we find you at? Travelers Rest Here, um, Instagram, Facebook, um, website. Those things. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> all right, you can find me at Tim's Mobile Detailing on all the platforms. Again, this was fun and very, very easy podcast. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah, you're thanks. Very welcome. Tim's Mobile Detailing makes having a clean vehicle easy and convenient. We come to your home or office. We specialize in anything from maintenance detailing to ceramic coatings. Please follow us on all the social medias at Tim's Mobile Detailing. Thanks. Have a great day. We'd love for you to follow along at Travelers Rest Here. We share the stories of the people and the places of TR, a town that is just as charming as its name. Find us online at TravelersRestHere.com, on Facebook at Travelers Rest Here, and on Instagram at Travelers Rest Here. Subscribe online to our weekly newsletter for events and stories in TR. See you online.